And now, it's time for Steamy Potential. A podcast about great ideas for terrible TV shows. It's your hosts, Nick and and welcome to steamy potential Mm, that's right it's that name that just keeps ringing in your ear telling Mm, you ringing in the new year yes and those ringing in those christmas bells can you Mm. hear them we are very very close to christmas Are are you excited for christmas danny boy um christmas is kind of a question mark i don't know if i'll be stuck in a hotel quarantine for it hopefully not if not then i'm super excited for my first warm christmas in a little while yes always nice yes we do have warm christmases here which is Mm -hmm. you know like i mean as a kid all like obviously all the television all the movies all the all the even the toys that you buy it's all about like winter (laughs) you know like it's summer here but you're still buying like snow globes and you're still getting like snowmen paraphernalia um of course and i mean that's christmas it is like a sand globe would be (laughs) depressing and um (laughs) abrasive it would be yeah (laughs) just get everywhere yeah which i hate I, I don't know if sand. I've ever told you that. Yeah. I also hate sand. It's coarse and gets everywhere. Mm. Mm. Um, what's news? What have you been? Have you been watching anything good? Have you finished Squid Game yet? I haven't finished mm. it yet. I haven't finished it yet. I got uh, two episodes to go. Okay. Very excited. Okay. Very excited. Yeah. I think the last, the last one, I got pretty weepy in. It was pretty. It's a hard oh. show to watch. It's pretty like it's pretty fucked up. No, it's <laughs> devastating. I mean, how. Yeah, just how intense and stressful and energy sapping it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, but I, I do look forward to finishing it. Uh, no, but new, new TV shows, new TV shows. Have I been watching anything new that I can? Because um, tight. That I can. Uh, that I can crap on for our number one mm. fan. Yeah. who writes into us <laughs> to tell us that they don't like All that. The they love. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've been rewatching um, Community. Okay, uh, like from the start. From the start. From the start. You know, well, and once again, I mean, it's a, it's a, I think it's a great. Um, yeah, oh, it is great. It, it certainly loses, but its I think way, it's, as all things do. But yeah, it's fairly like uncontroversial to say that Community really took a nosedive towards the end there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they, yeah, they, as you say, lost their way is the right way to say it. Like they, I do think the right. I don't I'm saying Dan Harmon if as if that's accurate, but maybe that's not. Is um, that him? Yeah, yeah, Dan Harmon. Yeah, yeah, he's the creator and the, the head writer. And I, I do think I think him and a lot of the staff writers did like you know they they drift you shift onto something else. Mm. And and once again, it gets that kind of taste where it's not people just writing stories. Instead, they're writing stories that they think are like a community. Yeah, yeah. So then you, yeah. it's no longer it's like oh yeah, this is like an authentic kind of story. It's like oh yeah, yeah, and then. Um, Pierce would say something racist, right? So he'll say something racist here, and um, then he'll do something silly here, and it's like, oh yeah, yeah, they're yeah, almost yeah. just parodying themselves at some point. Yeah, exactly. Like, right, they, yeah, they really got into that style. It's also it's one of those TV shows that a couple of the characters just don't sit right. Like, I mean, I love Chevy Chase, but there's <laughs> he doesn't add anything. I mean, every time he speaks, it's just uncomfortable. And it, but not a kind of uncomfortable where it's like, this is useful 
tension. It's just like he's. I guess they had him in there at the start as like star power to draw draw the older crowd in. But yeah, I don't know if you agree with me here. But I I, f- I find his presence challenging. Uh, you know, I think I did find his presence grating maybe the first time I watched it on a, on a rewatch. I I mm. I enjoyed it, and maybe because um, as kind of like we get you know we're a bit more conscientious and careful about the words that we choose and pierce is Mm -hmm. almost uh just an excuse for the writer to like say something outdated like racially homophobically charged Mm -hmm. uh content and it's like so outrageous like you know even between what 2014 whenever it came out 2012 when it came out and yeah and Absolutely. now, and yeah. like, you know, even that gap of time is, is so, so, so huge that um, mm. I actually found him really quite like, it's quite funny because I'm like, <laughs> it is outrageous. Yeah. Yeah. There has been a bit of a bridge that we've crossed even in the, that, those short years. Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, they, they even yeah. still like all of them use like, like at some point, like uh, Ken Jeong and Chevy Chase's character, they both mm. like, you know, yell out, gay, as like. Yeah, I was like a thing, like constantly through the. I'm like, wow, you just you wouldn't fucking <laughs> get away with anything, like, and that's not that long ago. But Jesus, you can't do that. Yeah, so it's interesting I, to see. Yeah, that. Yeah, I, I, it is interesting. A little time capsule there. I'm um, sure we kick into our first show, please. Idea, uh, who, whom, whom, whom shall be the? Is first? it me or you? If it's me, then I will speak. Aladdin, are you gonna pitch Aladdin? <laughs> No, no, I'm just saying that song was from Aladdin and the Forty Thieves, <clears throat> the sequel. Um, I prepared uh, a few. Uh, have you prepared right. a few? Uh, yeah, I got a couple. But you, um, oh, take what, it away. what what kind of shows do you have? Maybe that will help decide. Uh, I've got a kind of it's a reality show and a horror comedy. I've got a rom com and a kids show. I really do want to hear the horror. I, I can I I can take them. I'll I'll do my I'll yeah I'll start. I think I'll start with the reality show. Show it to me. with that? Yeah, please. <clears throat> okay. Um, how are we doing for time? Great. Two thirty. Perfect. What time Perfect. do you need to go get your shot? <laughs> um, probably in like 45 minutes. Great. <laughs> the Turks. The Turks. It's December 10th. Your daughter's primary school Christmas show is in three days. The hall is booked. The whole, scomu- whole school... Let me do a takeover there. Um, question, just before... Oh, shoot. Is this Christmas-themed? No. Great. It's just seasonal. It's just seasonally informed as this blur, this abstract is... This sort of, uh, yeah, pricey is, is seasonal. Fabulous. Um, uh, the whole school community is turning out. But the nativity scene is a fucking mess. No one can remember their lines. It's so traditional and literal, when really shouldn't it be dealing with Christmas in the time of COVID or incorporate some wise women as well? Sounds like you need to call in the Turgs. These five fabulous dramaturgs whiz around the globe, overhauling and refitting disastrous plays and musicals. Think Backyard Blitz meets Queer Eye meets Dream Home Makeover, but for large-scale theatrical productions. <laughs> some are going to... Some of these are going to be amateur Christmas pageants. 
Some are going to be Broadway musicals. Some are going to be hipster black box dance poetry. But all of them are in the toity. And our turgs are going to have to use all their expertise to fix them in time for opening night. Also like Queer Eye and Iron Chef, each dramaturg has a specialization that determines which ones suit up and fly out in the, wait for it, turg jet for each mission. (laughs) And by jet, I mean jetter, as in a secondhand Volkswagen jetter, which all five of these dramaturgs chipped in to buy, paid for by their completely irrelevant careers so it's the turgs um it's reality you pick i guess each season has let's say 12 theater shows (laughs) ranging from like preschool (laughs) robert like peter pan productions all the way up to uh you know it's um you know richard the third or something and they're all they're all just getting trashed and the director and the whole directorial team get taken out the back or to like they go on holidays kind of like when you know they fix up fix up your backyard you go on holiday you go to like bali for the weekend and you come back with a blindfold on and the dramaturgs take off the blindfold and they see this magnificent production that you've fixed up uh this is fabulous <laughs> this is it is fabulous <laughs> like i mean like you know you go i'm like i'm, I'm imagining i guess anything from kind of like the like uh you know the mr g's slash mm-hmm. the um you know the the tobias shimkes of the world <laughs> yeah. just like yeah that's right like yeah, coming the characters in I'm to up. like have you ever seen a tv show called search party no i don't think so it's uh it's alias shawcats um oh yeah uh, ventures since it's it's good but there's like mm-hmm. really like there's a couple people there that are like a fashion designer slash an actor and they're just like mm-hmm. so like I mean, they're fictional characters, but it's so like, oh, I'm dealing with this really famous person. I can't say who it is, though, but oh, you know, <laughs> yeah. just like, like, like just that yeah. the entire time, <laughs> like really like, like showboating without hmm. like, oh, That's like exactly what this is. <laughs> I've been to an acting school and I've had a teacher who was basically just gloating for like 45 minute lessons. Like it was just like, <laughs> like them doing like when I did this show and the critics said yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, and you know, like, oh, okay. So yeah, like, <laughs> like, but maybe that's what this should be. Maybe actually, it should be like the director comes back and the show is in no way improved. But the journey along the way of these dramaturgs name dropping for forty five minutes is really fun. That yeah, and it's really stressful. <laughs> So, I mean, okay, can I, I mean, you've pitched it as a reality TV show. Could, mm-hmm. could it be a fictional? It could, of course, be fictional. Um, yeah, it, it could be. It's tricky with this. Uh, and it kind of, the tricky thing is that like these characters, to make it fictional would be to make these characters like really overboard and kind of love to hate them, right? Like in, like a bunch of Funkes. Yeah. If we make it reality TV show, then kind of like the Queer Eye Boys, you... You shouldn't hate these people. They should be kind of respectable and experts in their field. Yeah. Um, but maybe you can still figure out a way to make them hateable in the in the reality version. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I guess Queer Eye is about, yeah, about breaking barriers and mm-hmm. about, like, restoring people's lives and helping people. Yeah. Whereas if you kind of themed it in, like, a, you know, bachelor... <laughs> Like, yeah, like this is enforcing barriers. You know, maths, married at first sight, like just, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it designed to. to I didn't know <laughs> we were 
shortening married at first sight to maths. It's called maths. Yeah, it's called maths. I wish okay. I didn't know that. I, <laughs> I, I forgot. I didn't realize we It's did just funny because people meeting. are like, oh, we're doing tonight. And they're like, oh, maths. And you're like, yep. are you doing maths? <laughs> are you doing, like, you are, you, are, you, are, you, are you solving equations? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're doing probably the furthest thing from that. <laughs> no, I'm doing the opposite of maths. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you saying maths wrong? No, you're saying maths right. Yeah. Um uh, you know, yeah. where they yeah, yeah. where I, they yeah, exactly. where they're okay to take people and destroy their lives. And I read an article about a, a dude who was on maths and he's like mm. he was like a traditional kind of like Christian gender roles guy. And yep. um yeah, he got they're like, Yeah, we'll make him the bad guy. And like, <laughs> like the And his life is just like 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 shit. Like he's got those like oh. views and I certainly don't like agree with them, but certainly like hmm. doesn't deserve to have like them fucking like sprayed across television. Because he's just a moron who signed a non disclosure agreement to Yeah <laughs> <laughs> You know, <laughs> to fucking Channel Nine or whatever. Yeah. And, and now he's now he's like it's, he like It's he's... like the closest thing to the Coliseum we have in the modern <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> was like, Yeah <laughs> Take that Christian <laughs> <laughs> Thumbs, yeah, great. Thumbs down. Set the lions on him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, like he, like he had it, like his, like a, like a small business with a couple of guys, and like his business partners were like, "You can't be a part of this anymore because they oh, couldn't." Shit. Yeah, they couldn't get business because, because like his name was like mud, and yeah, his life's fucking piece of shit now. <laughs> he said, that's, laughing. That's too much, right? Yeah. No, it's it's that's like too much. it's awful. So, yeah. yeah, do you want to do a bunch of that? I kind of want to... <laughs> but the nice thing here is that we basically take five people, guys and gals, who are who are, like they're the running team, kind of like the Iron Chefs, but they're happy to be doxxed and torn apart publicly. Like, they can take it. They're strong like Batman. So kind of like um, but we're, a bunch of Simon Cowles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's all the, the worst. It's Simon Cowell. It's Lady from Weakest Link. It's not New Lady. Old Lady. <laughs> Old lady. Yeah. Schmed lady. It's all them. It's the bad boys and girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The dramaturgy world. Of the dramaturgy world. Okay, so... Is is dramaturgy a well-known enough thing to... (laughs) I know we've just joked about it so often that I take it for granted, but it's... Let's give our audience just... Yeah, let's clue them in what dramaturgy or dramaturgy Mm -hmm. is, and... I like to think it's dramaturgid. Turgid. I'm... (laughs) I'm totally... I'm on board. I don't know, man. I've never... I don't think I've ever heard it said out loud. (laughs) (laughs) We always just say it through snickers at each other. (laughs) I guess like... So like a a dramaturge is someone who... I guess their job is to like make the... Like they they understand the theory and Mm. practicality of putting on theatrical productions. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like a theologist is a study of, (laughs) or like a doctor understands the body. (laughs) Yeah. A dramaturg. A dramaturg understands the stage. The stage. Uh, That's exactly right. And uh, once, so like Dan and I used to do musicals together and, um, you know, we were, 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 (laughs) oh God, so much editing work (laughs) for me. Um, (laughs) And uh, we we would, um, uh, 
we would we'd go and it was just you know it was like a like amateur production and it was just us and a couple other guys and we'd go around and do stuff and um that <laughs> we'd we'd share the theater space with like you know a bunch of other shows because just it's like festivals <laughs> so you have like an hour yeah. and we found a program for uh the group that was on before after us and mm-hmm. like they just had like fucking a lights person and a director and a sound person <laughs> yep. and a fucking they had a director they had a fucking director so like, fancy bloody <laughs> and they had a, a bloody dramaturgist who we called the dramaturgy. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we just mocked. <laughs> I mean, their show was yeah. 10 times better than ours, but... Yeah, but I presume not because of the drama Turk, but, you know, because of all the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, they could buy their own cloth fabric, for example. We had to steal ours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mostly from them. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, uh, you know, we didn't have... We they didn't have to find their props in a bin, which is what we did. Yeah, we, went a, the we went through a we went through a dumpster, yeah. found some props, and then wrote and them then into the, the show. show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, we need some props. It's actually for all those aspiring uh, playwrights and screenwrites out there. It's a very useful little writing um, technique. I call it the bin method, which is find the nearest bin, find something that isn't old eggs or milk cartons, but preferably is a stuffed animal of some sort, and write 40 minutes around that, and then do the show later that night. Now, you see, this is the kind of sentiment that I would like to see Mm. on Turg. Yes. Scrappy. It's like scrappy, scrappy. or like some drama turkey who's like, I have like like this is a method <laughs> this is <laughs> <laughs> this is a method <laughs> <laughs> this is what we do <laughs> like go to the yeah. bins find some stuff we're gonna fix this play yes. like you know like yeah they just have these insane <laughs> techniques that they've yeah like me like when i worked with ian mckellen every day was bin we'd just be bin hopping we're just a bunch of fucking bin chickens me and ian me and ian and that's that's because he likes to work on a budget and he likes to write quickly and you know without flourish like and that's why the bin technique is powerful like i'd i'd be going down the street with ss going for bin cookies mm-hmm. oh ss is that steven spielberg sorry i forgot that um, <laughs> okay i forgot that good, you don't know that good to qualify that <laughs> yeah i'd be wandering down the street with the ss um <laughs> in our days in berlin oh sorry oh sorry SS. That's- um, is a is a group of secret police that worked for the Nazis. So anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, is it, is it that what was your thing? Because once again, I'd like to just point out that, like, mm. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe these people are going to be easy to find, or mm-hmm. is does this need to be kind of mockumentary style? Yeah, it's true. But in our crazy world that we live in, am I right? Am I right? Our the reality shows are sort of drifting towards being more almost scripted. Like, like uh, there are so many. What am I thinking of? So there's a there's a, a show that I've been um, dipping into every now and again called Dream Home Makeover, which uh, is a couple in Utah. Um, don't know if you've seen it. It's deplorable. I mean, these people are just you know they're the reason that the world is broken. But they're so polished and they're so bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and happy about everything and everything is easy and, you know, all their clients are Mormons and they're just uber-rich and they're, like, fixing up a house and the guy's like, yeah, in this room, I want to have, like, seven TVs. I want a big TV to watch the game, 
and then I want two huge TVs on either side of that for the kids to play Xbox or whatever. And then we'll have like our corner TV so that we can have our own space. Um, what's the point there? Oh, yeah, that they. But unlike the reality shows of your like backyard blitz or whatever, which is just kind of making a bunch of shit up, this felt like every time they'd walk through the house and talk about stuff, it felt like a second or third take. It felt like they'd go through, have a crack at it as like a dry run. Then in comes the dramaturg, I assume, and just kind of punches it up with like, okay, I liked when you talked about that. Like, let's focus on that next time. It felt really slick. And yeah, I th- okay. I think that's kind of where we're going anyway. Like, I think, um, yeah. I, I, like, I, 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 it definitely does exist. I, I, you know, I watched um, The Block, My House Rules, which is like a... Oh, yeah. It, you know, they renovate a house thing, and um, mm-hmm. like you know, it, you know when they've got whatever a week to to renovate the house, and yep. like somehow they always just get the last task done, like <laughs> yeah. in the ten second the countdown, last twenty minutes, yeah. And, yeah. yeah, and so like they're always like rushing, and they just finally put like the last whatever piece of rubbish in the skip or the last pillow <laughs> yeah. down. They're like, oh, thank God! And they like high five each other. But there's every just time. every time, like every time, there's just one, um, like there was like a twin brother duo who just couldn't take it seriously enough. And like, you know, like clearly the producers like, like, if like, oh, could you guys just be like, like angry at each other? Yeah. But they just always <laughs> had like a smile on their face and like, like, oh, what are you doing? And like, like we're like, push the other one. Like, oh, sorry, man. Like, they're like, <laughs> clearly just couldn't do it. Or like, they're like, yeah. oh. Like, yeah, they just, they did it. It was like watching like a kid's presenter for like a yeah, TV they show. They just couldn't buy into the, the artifice of the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, nice. Yeah. And like, that. you know, and obviously like, it's like they've definitely got a team of like builders helping them like put this together. Like, you know, they're not, it's not just yeah. them like fucking rendering, <laughs> rendering yeah. a bathroom in like, you know, 40 hours. They're like, <laughs> and also managing to like drive into the city to like shop for embellishments and like, you know, it's, yeah. they kind of get it started and then in come the professional. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Like, and maybe that's also happening here. Maybe you have like the dramaturg and then, you know, it kind of pans across and then a bunch of theatre people come in <laughs> and, and really tune up the like the kids' performances. They're like, okay, you get it. You fi- you can finish up. Like cl- close up for me. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Like Bear Grylls hopping in a trailer after after they say cut. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then the then the cameraman has to go out and like eat the rest of the bear or whatever bear, <laughs> or whatever bear started. Has to drink the rest of the pee. <laughs> has to eat the rest of the bear. Ugh. <laughs> That's what he calls Mr. it. Mr. Grills, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time to eat the rest of the bear. You finish up down there. <laughs> What is happening? <laughs> Don't leave me half done. <laughs> yeah, that crew really doesn't like to talk about their time of the set of Bear yeah. Grylls. <laughs> yeah, they call it eating bear. And <laughs> they're not allowed to talk about they it. They call it grilling bear and they're not happy about it. <laughs> it's technically a spit roast, but it's a kind of grilling. <laughs> But I can't clarify enough. They're not allowed to talk about it. And that's fine. They really signed a strong NDA on that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, to circle back to the turkeys. Um, nah. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really, I love. I'm good. I, lo- 
<laughs> I think it's um I think it'd be hilarious to watch. I don't know how like and I think people just eat it up. Um yeah. I think maybe if you added some kind of competition element to it, um mm. then you know, that might that might enhance its viewership. Um yeah. but yeah, I think watching like people come in and just fix up shit productions of things will just be like yeah. endlessly like <laughs> outrageous. I think and... like like the opening night piece of it is probably going to add that kind of mm. competitive time stress that you're looking for, which which is going to fit. It's going to do the same thing as the kind of uh, um, My House Rules, Great British Bake Off thing, where it's like it comes down to the last second. And the final cherry goes on top of the cake. Yeah. Or wherever a cherry goes. I don't really... Pie? Um, so, like, the last... Whatever. A costume or something has to be made. Or, like, they make it during the, the show. And, like, they Richard just... is like, well, you know, where's my... Or, like, Hamlet's like, my skull. We've got to find a skull. And, like, someone's got to, like, run down the street and, like, go to a hospital or something. And, like, go to the autopsy room and find a skull and, like, rush back. Or like the dramaturgy uh, has like it's like we're gonna use an orange. <laughs> like he finds a piece of fruit and he's like, Yeah, yeah exactly. this will be it and fucking whittles a skull out of the, the flesh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, great. Do you do you want to um tear it to shreds? Do you mm. want to take your like thirty seconds and just tear it a new one? Sure. Let me let me have a crack. Might be tough because okay. I really so like great, this yeah. idea. <laughs> But let me tear it to shreds. Great idea. Damn you and your brilliant ideas. (laughs) Um, Let me just casually eat this biscotti while you do it. Great. It's cruel. It's a cruel TV show and it's incredibly repetitive. I mean, it's not going to be enjoyable to watch, like, the same thing again and again and again. Like, I don't think it is good. I hate you. I got, I really, I got nothing on this. This is a perfect idea. I could tell your heart wasn't really in it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's like, it's like, you know, I'd say I'm like, oh, you'd ruin the career of anyone that's in it. I'm like, no, you wouldn't. The people that go in this show and be those turkeys will be the fucking most famous turkeys in the world. And I'd be like, oh, you won't find any shitty drama productions. No, you will find millions. They're all bad. Constantly. (laughs) Even the good ones are, yeah, a little shit. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you'll like. No, it's, it's there will be endless material, and you'll easily find people who think they're over, they're qualified, who are dangerously underqualified. Like you will find those people <laughs> everywhere. This show yeah. is a fucking slam dunk. I'm glad to hear that. Look, let's take a break. What am I looking at? Oh yeah, great. Let's let's come I back. Can finish this biscotti. You can finish the biscotti. We have a word from our mm-hmm. sponsor, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, drama turgs turg. Love the, it. The Turks. The Turks. Reality, mm-hmm. five people fixing up plays. It's going to be mm-hmm. outrageous. Great. Hey there, listener. Do you have a cool business idea and you're looking to try and get it in front of customers? Well, why not try and sponsor it on this podcast? Uh, we've got no sponsors, which isn't a good indicator of reach, but we'll literally sponsor your thing for free. So get in touch with us today, right now. Steamy Potential Podcast. Find us on Instagram. And you too can have an ad filled with random crap. Yeah. And welcome back. Finger blast it. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, welcome back. Well said. Yeah, welcome back uh, Um, to Steamy Potential. 
Mm. Um, you know, I really like the Turg. I th- the Turgs. I think I'd love. You know, I'd love to have chatted about it longer. We we did di- we did we did divert a lot into other reality TV shows, but I think like just imagining the kind of s- the stone cold faces of these like amateur <laughs> production things getting fucking ordered around and like yeah, <laughs> the just the outrageous kind of like interpretive moments that they've like inserted in these amateur productions. The parents coming like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Do not get it. They're like it's- like. Like all drama productions, they've stuffed it full of death and sex, and it's like just yeah. doesn't fit. But it's the most Brechtian <laughs> play that you've ever seen. <laughs> oh, man, outrageous. Um. Um. Yeah. Take me. <clears throat> okay. This take is, me to it. This is called uh, Writer's Room. Mm. Beyond him, writes for the Fuddler Gubbles. A children's TV show that, if I was to draw parallels to a re- one we have, I'd say it's like kind of like Teletubbies. Hmm. It's very popular. Uh, Bjorn heads up the team of writers. Uh, Bjorn himself is a philosophical writer who creates incredibly philosophical and hard-hitting stories. For example, in one episode of Fuddler Gubbles, Saf is making sandwiches for the whole group. Everyone wants peanut butter, except for Gibu, who wants marmalade. As Saf makes the sandwiches, she realizes there is no marmalade, and so makes Gibu a peanut butter one instead. Saf says to herself, this sandwich is peanut butter, but Gibu thinks it's marmalade. But when she gives it to Gibu, he says, this sandwich is peanut butter, but I think it's marmalade. But it becomes apparent that it's absurd for Gibu to say something that's true about himself when he didn't know. The group discusses the fundamentals of what truth and understanding is. <laughs> when, the, when the group finally go to eat their sandwiches, they discover they, they, discover they are all marmalade and that Saf was lying. Episodes <laughs> often range between philosophical conundrums and real-life harrowing issues that are beyond the age of that of the comprehension of a child, but is still compelling children's program and absolutely ridiculous. We see the tortured life of the genius that is Bjorn Him as he navigates his wrecked relationships, his drinking and drug problem, and his tumultuous work environment, but still producing brilliant, moving children's programming. <laughs> Um, okay, before we deconstruct the the content, I just need to make sure I understand this example properly. And I kind of think of it as a mind riddle, a bit of a twister. So Sava's making sandwiches for the whole group. Everyone wants peanut butter except Gibu, who, am I saying that correctly? Yes. Okay. I'm really, uh, really trying here. It's phonetic. Gibu wants marmalade. Uh, good. Sava so makes sandwiches no marmalade, so makes Gibu and peanut butter one set. Okay, so everyone has... Everyone has peanut butter. Yep. Um, Gibu thinks it's marmalade. Yeah. She presumes. Yeah. Did he see her make it with peanut butter? Mm, see, now you're talking about the TV show. Uh, <laughs> he did not. <laughs> well, now we're filming the TV show. <laughs> he did not. <laughs> so he would, but he would think it's marmalade. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Then he says the sandwich is peanut butter. <laughs> but I think it's marmalade. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> it becomes apparent that it's absurd for Gibu to say something true about himself. <laughs> 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 On a scale of one to ten, how high were you? 
this is this is like i was trying to write something that Mm -hmm. like i want so in my mind i guess if i was to like just have like an image like if there's a poster image of this tv show it would be like this very pensive director i'm thinking like ed harris from um the truman show where he's got like you know he's got the like yeah yeah sure Frenchy beret hat and like the black skivvy and he's like kind Mm. of pensive and he's got his like hands kind of like pressed together with sort of tortured pointer tortured like sitting but like concentrating and he's like you can see like chairs like he's sitting in like some auditorium and the light Mm -hmm. he's clearly like watching some like play or art unfold and like thinking heavily Mm. and like but what it is, it's like this outrageously... It's Teletubbies, right? He's like... Yeah. He writes yeah. and directs Teletubbies, but he himself is like mm-hmm. this tortured, <laughs> like, alcoholic... Like a real Werner Herzog kind of absurdist. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he's like a, he's, he's like a Kaufman. He's like, yeah, he's this... He's this guy and he just writes these like children's and people like get to the end of each filming day and they're like, wow, (laughs) like, 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 (laughs) he's done it again. You know, he gets standing applause. Like, how does he do it Mm -hmm. every time? And like, yeah, but, but he writes this, he writes deli tubbies though. Yeah. Um, okay. Now I'm, I'm getting it. I mean, yeah. Okay. Maybe I need to think of a little bit more jazz. I shouldn't be reading the, um. The abstract so literally I think, should be just kind of taking the gist of it. Yeah. Like, you because, know. Because a, if I were to read literally this abstract, I'd go cross-eyed. Yeah, yeah. And that's fine. That's That's kind of the point, right? It's like, yeah. wait. <laughs> yeah. Wait. The character knew that it, like, knew enough <laughs> to know that the sandwich yeah. had peanut butter in it, but said that mm. they believed it was marmalade. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. Like, you know, it's just a, it's just a conundrum. It, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It, it's... It doesn't make sense, but it's also, f- like, especially if it's for kids, you get to, like, explore, you know, theory of mind and object permanence and all these, like, twisty paradoxical things that maybe kids are just on the cusp of understanding. And it's actually kind of the perfect thing for a sort of absurdist, philosophical, tortured filmmaker to, to bite off. To, so to, that's interesting. To get into. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it is... Beyond him. Really running low on names. <laughs> no, no, this is good. This is actually this is a nice name. Um, so do we see and the, and, and they're just like the directed by him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? Lowercase h. <laughs> him. Like, full stop. Him. <laughs> At the end of each episode, just him. flashes him. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's <laughs> very good. Um, but we, he's he is this he's the star of this thing, and we we kind of see his life. Does it follow does it follow him, so to speak, or is it mostly are we seeing the show that he's producing, or a bit both? Well, I I think um, so. I I noticed now as I as I've read that, like I've I got as far as like being like, okay, here is um, like the the main character, like the tortured mm-hmm. soul, and here's what he does, which is like brilliant but there is no there's no tension yet like he's being shut down like his maybe his tv show is <laughs> yep, being closed yeah, yeah. down or like um the a child becomes distressed and he has to like yeah or maybe it's that he like gets kicked off his his actual his the only job he can get is this children's show and now he's got the 
maybe his job is to like write a children's show and it just keeps coming out like this mm. um, rather than yeah I see what you mean like what is the sort of motivating mm, mm, it's kind of missing here. in this pitch like do you know it's, it's very close and it's all it's basically irrelevant right I mean it's kind of like Californication like who cares what his motive like the obstacle is in any particular season the point is you just want to see this character get around and yeah yeah do his horny business i mean like to hop back on community right like the point of Mm. that is um the lead character had a fake degree and now he has to go to community college to try and yeah get his job quickly forgets about that and then that's like yeah and every now and then they're like i just want to get my degree like you know i want to get my kids back (laughs) you know they throw it in as a line like every every few episodes just to remind you that there is there is purpose but ultimately it's just about the day-to-day issues and relationship dramas that these friends run into and that's this is the writer's room with bjorn him and Mm -hmm. yeah it's about you know, and also like him working with the actors to, to like, yeah, okay, maybe it's like he's he's got he's trying to get back into the industry, and some producer, like some executive, wants him to like first. He wants to kind of maybe it's like he wants to. He's everyone hates him. Maybe he's done. He's pulled some terrible thing. Like um, he's uh like Lars von Trier, right? The the Danish scary man. Mm-hmm. Um, who became sort of a persona non grata after he was at like Cannes or Sundance or something and said something about he appreciated what the Nazis did. Well, he made some not a great thing. God <laughs> damn it. He said a even, bad thing. Even like you should just know, even if you thought that, you should know, <laughs> you should, you know should that. say it out loud. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> we all know it, but you shouldn't say it. <laughs> yeah, is, that, is that what your point is? Yeah, I, and if so, yeah. That just, it's um, like, I, yeah, I mean, I guess because he's truly insane, right? Like, like yes, no one in their insane. right mind would be like, oh, I'm in front of, like, colleagues, and I'm like, wait, do they know I love Nazis? They must. <laughs> Better let we them know. must all love Nazis. <laughs> let me just say that out loud, just to check. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, just gonna test the waters here. <laughs> I'm just gonna dip my toe in the, the shallow end. Do we all love Nazis? Let me just nope, test the waters back as I accept this award. <laughs> as I in yell, front of everyone. As I yell the word Nazi <laughs> on a microphone. <laughs> so maybe like <clears throat> the first ten minutes of the pilot is that he does that. Right, he yells, then, "I love Nazis." He yells, "I love Nazis," and some big. Exec like TV production company is like we're gonna we know you're good we know that was kind of a joke but we need to punish you in some way we need to like humiliate you for you to sort of earn your way back into the industry so we're gonna give you a kids show as your kind of like your trial by fire you need to like go through this so that everyone can see you're you're just a regular nice guy well maybe it's like a reputational and, builder you know maybe it's like yeah you know get your reputation back show that you're like are compassionate and love children and that. You work for like. I guess the th- the reason I'm thinking as like a punishment is because it'd be fun to have the the nemesis is like the head of this production company who's kind of like trying to to uh, drag him through the mud by like the, his only job is coming from this. It's, again, it's, it is a little bit like Californication, but you know when like the the boss gives him the the blog at the, the start of the show. But then he's like, you know what? Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry, silly me. Um. But yeah, so he maybe he takes that challenge of making a kids uh, kids show, and he's like, "Well, fuck them! I can still make this into a 
a brutal, beautiful, moving piece of like philosophical um, TV. But does he pull it off? He does. He does. And it'd be far, fun when um, he kills off one of the uh, fudder gobbles, <laughs> fuddler gobbles, yeah. and yeah. like they're trying to understand what death is. <laughs> death is. <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah. sleeping. Instead of like you know, play school, like trying to, oh, the, the fish died. <laughs> this is like sometimes your colleagues die and yes we do still flush them down the toilet it's like you need to understand why it's like is it like being in a dark room it's like no it's not like being in a dark room because it's just nothing it's like but how can you imagine nothing and they just get like yeah, yeah, yeah. wrapped up trying to like experience it before it happens <laughs> oh, wow 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 <laughs> beyond him you it's done it again yeah it's pretty cool especially like if you can get some of that it's kind of like the um was it last week the gordon ramsay and uh little wayne mm. was it good mm. yeah it was good um making a, a kid's show where they maybe the week before um where gamble. like the show is partly for kids yeah so it's for adults and kids and maybe you have a similar thing here where like part of the show is you bring in your kid and you're like like hey honey like this is this is a show for for grown-ups, but here's the part of the show for you. And today, you know, we're going to learn about the, the the finite nature of life and the concept of pain, real pain, deep emotional pain. <laughs> so, you know, sit on my lap and we'll just watch this. We'll just watch this. So sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but I have to. Like, you know, he teaches kids, like, you know, the lesser of two evil, like moral conundrums, you know, like the... <laughs> <laughs> teaches them like the trolley problem yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah but it's but i keep i want to point out it's not that's not the show the show is not oh yeah no, it, the, show is, it, the show is about him yeah not them not mm. them and him obviously you see bits of this and they're beautiful and even i guess classic mm-hmm. classic kind of uh, uh kind of uh formula where whatever's happening inside of Right. Um, is a mirror. Fuddler gobblers is yeah. Fuddler he kind gobbles. of mines his life for um for material or, yeah. or vice versa. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, that's great. That's and he's a good drunk alcoholic. And you know, I don't know. There'd be a fun episode where he gets invited to like the K Zone bloody children's fucking Nickelodeon, mm. the Nickelodeon Awards or whatever. They yeah. have, <laughs> they have that's like <laughs> he like. Gets up there to yeah. collect his award, and he's just a fucking drunk, yeah. cocaine-addled s- mess. <laughs> yeah. And he talks somehow about manages such- to turn it around. <laughs> just yeah. so talk about dark evils. <laughs> just mm-hmm. like, oh man, read the room. I love it. I really love it. Um, I would actually. <sighs> the worst part about this podcast is when when we come up with a good idea, and I'm like, I want to watch it. <laughs> like I would, I would, I would watch this. This would be a highly bingeable HBO um, series. I, I, I just want to see the pilots for basically all of these. Like, I just want to see yeah. a little bit of this one. Like, like drama turkey, even just a skit. You know, like just, just yeah, exactly. Like just like six minutes of it. Like just <laughs> get a vibe a for trailer. it. Yeah, maybe that'll be the. When we hit the hundred, that'd be our big yeah. pitch. Is like a TV show that is just pilots. I don't hate it. Every episode is the first episode of a new show. Yeah, yeah, it's actually a perfectly good idea. Would you like to tear this to shreds? 
No, for two reasons. <laughs> <laughs> One is it's fantastic <laughs> and without fault. Two is I have to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're going to get your COVID test. All right. Yeah. Um, thanks yeah. for joining us. Thanks for joining us. What a banger. What a what an absolute fun time we've had together. Well censored. If you want to watch these shows, then I guess subscribe to us and, and tell your friends about the podcast. Mm. And then at some point, you know, chip into the the bloody Kickstarter or whatever it is that we're going to try and try and get some of these shows certainly put into a coffee table book. Mm. Um, Very excited to uh, that. But, but after that, you know, who knows? We'd, we'd love to start filming some other sketches and stuff. Yeah. This, uh, yeah. Please, help us out. Mm. Uh, enjoy your week, fans. Yeah. Parody. Kick it, gay, I want your sheets. And when they come.